Welcome to Nurse Strong, where our mission is to promote edification, self-care, and camaraderie among nurses. Our vision is to positively change the culture of nursing, and this is starting with you. You, my friends, are Nurse Strong, day and night long. I'm Alicia and I am one of your hosts of Nurse Strong Podcast. And I'm Nikki. How's everybody doing today? I hope good. How right. are you? I'm all right. I guess. You know, I guess I feel like a kid in the candy store now that I got my friend back. So. I know, y'all. I've been out with the COVID. It got me. I really feel got. And I feel like, I feel got. Like, right. dang. And I was like one of the main people out here like people being so paranoid mm-hmm. about COVID and I always knew it was real and I always wore my mask and um but I just wasn't scared. Right, right. And then I mess around <laughs> and get all of the symptoms. But the one that really would have put me down was shortness of breath and I never had problems breathing so I thank the Lord above. Yay. So how's your week? Oh I mean I had to you know, improvise since I was rolling solo, but I know. <laughs> it was good. You know, I got back from Kansas City with my kiddos, so went back to work, unfortunately, but <laughs> glad to have a job, though. Right. Um, so, I mean, it was good. I mean, I mean it was boring, but good. Yeah. Nothing exciting happened. Just trying to get back in the normal routine, kind of figure out what I'm going to do about this upcoming school year. That's so. what I was going to say. Like, what are we going to do about these kids? Like, you have kids, I have a kid, mm. and... Man, it's so much controversy going on about should the kids go back to school, should mm-hmm. they not go back to school, and as a mom, it is a huge, huge burden, burden. of stress yes. to make just to make the right decision. Right. Like, what What is the right decision? Right, because there's so much to weigh in. It's like, well, they're not gonna learn, you know, as well if they're at home in front of the computer versus okay, we send them back, but are they gonna be safe? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, they do gotta get an education. You know, are they gonna be safe? What are, you know, are the kids going to be wearing a mask or how are you going to safety distance? Are you going to be able to make them wear a mask? Right. Or, you know, swapping masks because, oh, your mask is cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, it's so much to put into it to try and figure out what is the best decision for you and your kids. And right now, it's, you know, you can't trust on, you know, the leadership because they're just like, send them back. You know, yeah. it's good, whatever, you know, we're going to wipe the desk down and, mm-hmm you know, send them up in there, but I don't think that they're taking into consideration all the things that we're running through. Right, and the teachers, and the teachers are parents as well. Exactly. What what did your school system decide? Oh my gosh, that's, so the middle school, I hadn't even heard from, because my daughter's going back to middle school for the first time. Well, not going back, going to middle Mm -hmm. school. So I hadn't even heard anything from them, which is weird. The elementary school where my son's going to, at first they said we had a choice. You could either go back, full time, they were going to implement social distancing, kids had to wear a mask, teachers were going to wear a shield, and they were going to face the desk out. Then, and, or you could do um, digital learning for the first nine weeks and then come back to school, or you could just do all digital learning for the entire school year. Um, then, like last week, got an email saying that they're changing the school, the school start date. And now everybody has to do digital learning for the first nine weeks. And then after nine weeks, then they would figure out what they're going to do next. Mm-hmm. But sports are still happening. 
we can still come to our office for us. They right. still doing football. They still doing cheerleading and all this stuff, but they just can't go back into school for nine weeks until they figure out what they're going to do from there. It's so confusing because, like you said, they can't go back to school, but they're still doing sports. Right. Which um, is what I was saying. I was like, so they can't go to school, but they can be all over each other, tackling each other, and mm-hmm. sweaty, and... It really, I'm not going to lie, it really stressed me out to even have to make that decision. The county that I was in, they initially gave the parents a choice. Do you want them Mm -hmm. to go back? Do you want them to be remote? And that was was wearing me out that I had to make that decision because we, you know, I always have to bring up mental health. Right. I'm watching my child sit at home every day, Mm -hmm. like staying up all night. Um, sleeping all day, mm-hmm. not even getting out the bed, on her screen, um, not interacting with anyone, and then I come home from work because I'm a nurse and I still have to work. Right. And I have never not been able to work. So, <laughs> you know, she's been riding out by herself since March and mm-hmm. I feel awful. And she's, you know, some days she's just so bored, some days she's just fully dressed hair done right because she's just like I, I'm just going crazy in this house and so it's like in that aspect I want to send my child to school so that mm-hmm. she can have some interaction but on the other hand I can't allow her mm-hmm. to be put in danger more so when the world and the situation is not any better than it was when they decided to close school so it's True. like I don't feel good doing that but then again am I gonna let my kid be at home by herself knowing that I can't stay home with her. I have to go to school. So right. what what do you do? Like y'all tell us what y'all did. <laughs> right. like, what what are we supposed to do? Was your decision impacted by well, did it change from when you well, pre COVID diagnosis, post COVID diagnosis? Yes. So after, you know, we and we both got sick. I got sick and then my daughter started getting symptoms and being that they don't know um if or how long um, my dog's trying to come in. <laughs> Being that we don't know if or how long um, you have antibodies or mm-hmm. immunity, I was so grateful and thankful that we made it through that I'm right. like, I'm not trying to, you know, I don't know if we can get yeah, reinfected yeah. or what, and I don't know, I felt so stressed out. So the county ended up making a decision and they're going to do remote learning which we decided we're just going to make the best of it. We're mm-hmm. going to, you know, get a schedule together. We're going to get her, you know, we're going to share an office because <laughs> I have an office, so she can use my office so that she won't just be sitting in her bed, sitting in her room. Right. Um, we're just going to try to make the best of it. But, right. but then for the little kids and the parents right. who got to go to work, like, I'm going to figure out, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And then, like, my daughter, like, she has an IEP for school. Like, how are they going to implement that? And so when the parents asked, they said, well, they sent out an email, which I didn't really appreciate. They were like, well, for the students who have an IEP, the same way that they were, it was implemented in school will be implemented in digital learning. Well, wow. exactly. When we first had it implemented, the digital learning, her IEP wasn't used. Like, she's supposed to get pulled out for one-on-one teaching. That didn't happen. They literally told me when I asked, like, okay, she's falling behind. She's not getting this. She needs help. The teacher said, well, she tried, so we'll just pass her. I don't want you to just pass her. Mm-hmm. I want her to get the help that she's supposed to get. 
and I didn't get it. Yeah. And then here we are going through this again, and the response is, oh, well, it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to trust that it's going to work, but I don't think it will. But so now I'm talking about, like, do I find a tutor, or how does that work? I get together with some other parents mm-hmm. and get somebody to come over to the house, and I don't know. And then that's an additional cost. Right. Yeah. So, right. That I got to figure out how to pay for. Because that's the only thing I could think of was like maybe if there's a parent or a teacher or a tutor or somebody that is able to maybe get a group of few kids mm-hmm. and parents got together to pay them and they can, um, you know, help those kids. But then you have to find them. That's an extra cost. You have to, you know, either allow your kid to go somewhere or bring other kids into your home. But mm-hmm. you don't know. So. Yeah. It's, it's very stressful. We are here in the same boat as everybody else. Um, but then, how do you think that's going to affect um, health care? Because my daughter is um, a teenager, so she's a little older. Mm-hmm. But I remember when she was little elementary school age and I was working in the hospital. Man, it took a whole team of us. A whole team of people to help me. Like right. she was at school, right. then she went to after school program, and then her granddad picked her up, and then she mm-hmm. he you know got her something to eat, and then he waited till I got off, and hopefully I was off work by seven thirty. Right. So you can get and Then I went and picked her up. So what about the nurses who may not have that support, and even if they do have it, that chunk of time that they're in school, people mm-hmm. you know other people may be working. I can't imagine nurses choosing leaving their yeah. elementary school child at home exactly. <laughs> to come to work. Exactly. Like, what's going to happen in healthcare? We're already understaffed with mm-hmm. nurses and other healthcare people. It's you like know. now we got we got choose. We have to make a decision. Yeah. So are you going to work or are you going to stay home with your kid? But you stay home with your kid, but now you're not getting paid. So mm-hmm. it's like a whichever way you go, it's like bad decision and then I, I saw an email they were sending out um you know if they put an on-site tutor or something at the hospital would people do it and it's like well maybe but nobody just puts their kid with somebody right. they don't know like who is this person? <laughs> right what what are they, you know you don't it, it was a good gesture but it's just so much going on it's hard mm-hmm. to just make that decision and what if it doesn't work out. What if you decide this person is not the best person to be teaching your kid? Mm-hmm. What if your child has other issues that need to be addressed and that person mm-hmm. that they have watching your kid at the hospital yeah. is not equipped to handle that? Um, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't know. No. I guess the answer is, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I will say this because I always think that there is hope in everything. I was watching church online and I started watching the Steve Furtick, if y'all ever, at Elevation <laughs> Church in North Carolina, we, we like to listen to him sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, he was saying that, um, and you know, if, if you believe in this, but he was saying that um, this morning, God is pretty much a God that re- he'll reschedule. So, mm-hmm. for instance, there are plenty of times where things seem dead. Right. And he didn't rush to go to right. it. Like, okay, <laughs> like, I know Lazarus is dead, dead. but I got to do this, and I got to go heal this person. And, you know, I'll get to him, and when I get to him, I'm going to restore his life. Right. So right. I'm just holding on hope that... <laughs> 
things will be restored and that whatever our kids are seemingly missing out on right now, those things will be restored, that they will have, um, you know, come back to an even greater, better education system, that they will get to learn things Mm -hmm. and learn values and gain characteristics that they would have never been able to gain if all this wouldn't have happened. So I'm just trying to roll with the punches, (laughs) go with the flow, connect with who I can connect with, help who I can help, and we all get to do this together. And hopefully once this is over, we become restored and things will be even better than they were before COVID. That's what, what my hope is. Yes. Speaking into existence. <laughs> yes. So we just want to stay hopeful. Stay positive. And just really expect a plot twist and expect yes. a blessing. That's what I am holding on to during this time. Absolutely. Yep. So let us know how y'all are doing. Um we are all in this together. You can, you know, let us know in the comments subscribe, share, follow us on Instagram at Live Nurshawn. We're also on Twitter. So let us know how you're doing. We are probably can learn from each other and all going through the same thing. Yes. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us at Live Nurse Strong. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nurse Strong, and we would love to hear from you. Email us at livenursestrong at gmail.com. Thank you.